Hey, what's going on everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome to episode 3 of Mario's Minute. This is a monthly podcast that is normally solo or with a guest. It is offline, and this is a series that I do, which it's kind of just not only a therapeutic thing, but really talking about whatever the hell I want to. And then on top of that, it's kind of just anything. So... With that, we do have a guest this time around, and uh, there's a few things we want to talk about. So before I get into that, uh, to our guest, who the hell are you? What's up? It's Devin here, Paranoid Coder, co-host of ModChat. How's it going? Oh, it's, it's going great, man. How's it going for you? I, was, I wasn't talking to you, man. I was talking to the audience. Oh, come on, man. The, the audience isn't going to get this for like another few weeks. We're not going to know. Hey, they don't know that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But yeah. No, we're, film- we're recording this. Excuse me, not film, but we're recording this a few weeks in advance, so... We'll see how the hell this all goes, but yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you said it was probably going to come out after Mod Chat. It will, yeah. No, this is this comes out at the end of every month. So for anyone who's listening for the first time, uh, this is just something I release at the end of every month. And this is a actual podcast as well. So, uh, I mean, there is a light visual component. You can really check the visual component. You can really check there. But uh, since it's a podcast, first and foremost, we're recording only audio on this. And you can pick it up on your favorite podcast app or player or whatever the hell you want. It's available on iTunes, Podbean, uh, Google Play, and then most major podcast apps. So, Yeah, definitely. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I actually still haven't listened to... I didn't realize that two episodes had come out already. Yeah. Uh, I started it this year, and then I've done once... Right. Like, each episode once a month, so... Sad to say, I'm now a... I am a guest on the show, and I haven't listened to either one. I feel terrible. It's all good. I think uh, Modbot or Daniel, he was the same way. He was the guest last month, and he had not listened to the previous episode. And I was like, yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, it's good. It's good stuff. I think it's going to work out well. hope so. This isn't chronicle of anything. This isn't Absolutely. like a timeline. So Absolutely. And speaking of working out and everything on that too, not getting swole here, but we're trying to get this set up to work out. So if everything sounds a little bit different than normal, it is because uh, one, we're in a different environment and two, we are working with a whole different setup here. So what I had done is I probably, I don't think... We're going to use this for mod chat this month. Next month, I'm definitely trying to try this out. Uh, but I ended up dropping a few hundred dollars on a new microphone setup. So I ended up getting a Focusrite Scarlett 2i2. Uh, got a couple Audio-Technica AT2020 mics. And then also, I ended up getting a whole new house. Because I said, you know what? If I'm going to get new mics, I might as well get a house as well too. So... I'm kidding on that. But no, what we're doing is we are actually, Dev and I are talking at the same table in the same room here, going into the same interface, and we're recording to the same file. So uh, not only it should be a good test run for this podcast, you know, I figured this would be a good guest opportunity to have on here and try the waters, but also when it comes to next month with Mod Chat, we'll see uh, how everything goes with that as well. Yeah, no, it sounds really good. It, it's pretty cool, honestly. Your little uh, your little mixer deal is kind of fancy. I like it. Appreciate it. I think the only downside right now, which we're going to have to get this all hashed out before we take this live, is it's recording this like in mono per channel. So my audio is only in the left channel. Your audio is only in the right channel. So whenever I stream this, I'm going to have to figure out a way where we can have it be like mono duplicated or however the hell we can do this or just mix everything down to mono. Yeah, I mean, that almost kind of provides a kind of a cool effect because if you're listening it would almost have like a 3d like word in the room kind of thing not you know I mean? so much though it's more i'm going to be very powerful in the left ear and you're going to be very powerful in the right ear right i mean yeah maybe it won't actually sound as good 
in real life as it does in my head (laughs) we'll just get a lot of comments of like hey my right ear really loves the show or my left ear can't hear anything something like that yeah because you talk too much danny exactly oh hey i was actually aiming that towards you oh no Yeah. (laughs) yeah it happens i think we're both ranty people by nature it's true it's true so hopefully this should all work out here we got lily as well on deck but she's just kind of chilling here relaxing. yeah i thought it was funny i think she realized that the podcast was starting and got like super excited and started like (laughs) tapping and like rubbing all up on me and it was like no not now but she seems to have chilled out yeah she's chilling over by Devin right now even though i'm holding the leash i'm having to do this umbilical training with her right now so in short like right now while we're filming this i've been in my house for four days and Every, uh, no, it was Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, no, so this is the fifth day. So the past four nights I've been here, she has peed in the house somewhere every single night. So uh, in short, we're doing this little bit of training here where I have to go in and really kind of have full control over her. So if she's not in the crate, she's on a leash with me, with me at all times. So that way I could also catch her in the act if she does pee or mark or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, being really responsive with that kind of thing is obviously the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. But um, it sounds like most of what she's been doing has just been kind of marking her territory. Has she had any, like, real, real accidents in here? She did have one real, real accident. Mm. Yeah, and I think it was more because, like, she used to be with a family who they would put her in the basement and all that when it was too cold. So she specifically, like, I was in the unfinished part of my basement, and she specifically came in there when the door was open and peed, like, a ton, and then ended up leaving. So that time she had to actually go to the bathroom, but she didn't give me a warning or anything. She kind of, like, knew that that was the bathroom, even though it's not supposed to be. But no, all the other times has been her just, like, marking her territory a bit, Mm -hmm. which I also don't want her to do, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can't talk to her. She has no idea what's going on. She's just, like... This is all too weird, too much change. Exactly, yeah. Well, she woke me up one night at like 2.40 in the morning. Uh, I'm hearing all this like painful whining. So I go out and I'm asking. I'm like talking to her in English, of course. And I'm like, Lily, what's going on? What's going on? She's in her crate whining and stuff. So, of course, probably a little bit foolish of me. I should have immediately leashed her and taken her out. But like I open up the, uh, open up the crate and... And I take her out, and she sits in front of me, and I'm like, what's going on? Lily, what's going on? What's going on? Like, thinking she's going to hit to me. Uh, after that, like, maybe 20 seconds later, she's just like, I just hear a And I'm just like, God damn it. I can't even get mad at her for that. Yeah. Because that was all my fault right there. Yeah. A bit. She drank too much water before bed. Exactly. Yeah. But no, it seems like she's doing all right. I mean, obviously, when she's all corded up, you know, she's she's on pretty good behavior. Yeah. She's just as excited and weird as ever. Exactly. Yeah. Weird dog. We love the weird dog, though. Speak for yourself. Hey, man. Hey, man. No, I'm just kidding, hey, man. Lily's a great dog. <laughs> I'm glad she's yours. I'm glad I don't have any pets. We've talked about that. We like, did. We were talking about that, like, literally right before the podcast yeah. where... Yeah, you, so, Devin was saying that he's still looking for the moment where he ends up meeting a dog and he's like... That's it. I need to get a dog now, and it still has not happened for you. No, and I've had, like, dogs all my life. It's just, it's people like you that make my life easier because you <laughs> have the dog, and I can come over, and I can enjoy your dog. I can enjoy the company of your dog. I can play with your dog. I can pet your dog. I can, you know, enjoy that for a couple of hours and then return home. It's true. Um, and I, uh, 
I live alone, and a lot of people have asked me, like, over the years, you know, don't you get lonely? How can you, like, live alone? And I don't know if it's just because of my personality or if it's because I'm just a generally busy person and I'm not so, I don't really sit around and do nothing too much, but that's never been a thing for me. I have never, ever felt like, man, I'm lonely. And never, ever, really? I didn't want a pet. Yeah, no. That's impressive because even I've lived alone since I was 19, and I've felt that several times, like... Living alone has its positives and negatives, but there's sometimes I'm just like, fuck. I mean, there are times where like, no one, <laughs> and it's going to be like even worse now that uh, we don't live so close to get, uh, each other. Obviously, I know, I know, we we're I close know. enough, but like, there are times where it's just like, man, I wish I had like a a really good friend that was a neighbor, and I could just be like, hey, dude, let's go kick it for a little while. Um, but even that, like, that's usually when I would hit you up if I didn't have other plans. And how often was that? I mean. It's not like it was frequently, like, yeah, and even week, so multiple we really times a week. Plan, we, we planned out our stuff, like, weeks in advance. There was sometimes that we yeah. hung out spontaneously. I notice, I don't know, almost uh, as you grow older as an adult, you do less spontaneous shit. Like, last night I had a uh, a friend over, and he ended up, uh, like, you, we, we went downstairs to the basement. We were playing video games. We ended up landing a couple Xboxes together. We were playing some games and all that stuff. I want to talk about that later in the podcast. But mm-hmm. like after he left, that was one of those moments where I'm just like, you know, we're both in our mid twenties, like him and I, it's like, we're both in our mid twenties. You know, we're both, we both have girlfriends, but we're not married. We don't have any kids, any of that stuff. And there, we, we only have a bit of time that we can still do stuff as spontaneous as this. Cause you know, like when, mm-hmm. when yeah. you're married, it's a bit of a different game. Uh, I mean, you can still do that too. That's fine. Depending on who you're with, whatever it is, you can't do it all the time. I would imagine. Uh, but especially when you have a kid, it's like uh hell no. Like you're the dad. You cannot just spontaneously go over to your friend's house to play games for three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a hundred percent true. And I definitely feel that, which also makes me like, I go through bouts where I think I, I'm on like a, an intense grind and I like won't really do a whole lot of anything. I won't even really like hang out with anybody or do a lot of like fun stuff for like weeks. I'll just be like in this intense grind and I'll enjoy it. Um, but I don't know. Luckily, like I don't regret it too much. But with college, you know, I really just, I worked almost full time and went to college full time. And really, that's all I did. Right. I barely hung out with friends. I definitely didn't party hardly ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not get caught up in like a the school scene at all. Um, I really just worked super freaking hard until I was done with it. And part of me looks back on that and I'm like, huh, man, like I probably could have like, you know, done a lot of things that like maybe I, I, I can't do as easily now, whether it's because of like my lifestyle or if it's because people are just growing up, you know what I mean? And it's not happening as much as possible or as much as it used to be possible. But um, I don't know. That's not something I regret too, too much. Uh, so. I'll say, too, I know um, you told me before, like, I mean, compared to both of our colleges, like, you were definitely an accelerated one where mm-hmm. – because um, you got a four-year degree in two years. About, it, it was about 2.5, That's 2. still 6. good, though. I mean, that's enough where it's like boom, 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 done. Uh-huh. Um, 
but then I myself, like I took four and a half years to get my four year degree. And so during that time, it's like, yeah, you're not as rushed with classes. It's much more traditional. You have your breaks. You have your winter intercession for a month. You have your three months mm-hmm. summer break. You have all that stuff. So, right. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I do remember the spontaneous stuff from there. Like I, some of my fond memories are like, I remember like once one of my friends, he kind of just like randomly invited me to a party. I decided to go and I was not meaning to do this at all. But, you know, we came back to my apartment like four, four thirty in the morning. We were just hanging out there talking, doing stuff. Uh, he didn't leave until the sun came up. So it was like five thirty or six. And I was like, oh, I needed to get to bed like seven hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, not as easy. Not as easy nowadays. Mm-hmm. And even like uh, I ended up taking a half day at work because I went out, went to a concert last night and um that was like planned out like three months in advance you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah i will be staying up late this night i will uh be not going to work and this is all planned for and this is all fine and uh that makes me feel really good but i'm also a creature of like planning and habit by nature i've noticed um, especially a lot of us are like that yeah um i definitely enjoy it but it is kind of one of those things where it's just like if I have an, an evening planned out right now and then a friend hits me up and this and the evening could be like nothing super actually, you know, timely, you know, it's like, oh, I want to work on this project. I want to make sure I do some chores um, and a friend will hit me up to hang out. And it's like I genuinely would like to hang out with that friend, but I'm honestly usually leaning towards keeping just with my schedule because I already planned it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just so ingrained into my habit and my schedule that um, I guess now I'm just less likely to be spontaneous even because of that. I understand. I think it's because like overall we really have, you know, uh, I'm not trying to get like, you know, that like R too deep for me or some shit like that. <laughs> but, you know, just in society, we, we have our standard uh, times and everything that we start work, go to work, like mm-hmm. end work, whatever it is. Uh, I actually had an opportunity recently to take a different shift at work. And this shift would have been second shift, but kind of modified. So not true, like a 12 to 8, 12 to 9, but it would have been 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., which mm. for me, naturally, that works. Like, so, I mean, just full disclosure on here, I'm I, I'm a social introvert. Like, you know, I love hanging out with people. I love talking to people, but also I love home. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times, like, if a friend asks, like, they're just like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, dude, I've been out the past two nights, three nights in a row. I need... I need some downtime. I need to do yeah. just nothing. So this should have worked for me because, you know, like that way I'm also a night owl. So I could stay up guilt-free until two, three in the morning, get up for work, probably have enough time to get ready, roll in at 10, leave at seven. But then you have so many issues with that too, I was thinking of. So it's like, I'm not trying to hang out with anyone in the morning. I'm also not trying to do that shit. You know, going to yeah. sleep late, that's cool. Waking up later, that's cool as well too. Uh, but then mainly getting off work. So I would get off work at seven. I'd have to come home, hang out with my dog a bit, you know, get her all situated. Who's like making a bunch of noise right now, but get her all situated. Uh, so I wouldn't really be ready to go and do anything a hundred percent, maybe until seven forty five, eight 8 PM. And because all my friends work pretty normal schedules, no one's trying to hang out at 8 PM on a Wednesday, well, like yeah. starting to hang out, you know, like most of my friends are just like, Hey, we'll meet up with you at like five thirty or six. But if I'm saying, Hey, I need to meet up at like eight or eight thirty, Most people are just saying, no, no, dude, I, I have work in the morning. Even I, I have that issue too, where I try and turn down at like nine thirty or 10. So like I try and come back around that time at latest, 
but I'm still like my night owl tendency kicks in. So I feel comfortable coming back home at 930 or 10, but I'll stay up until one in the morning. Man, yeah, that's where we are just so, so different. <laughs> the idea of getting into work at 10 a.m. is just like, ugh. <laughs> but I don't know. I uh, I think we might have talked about this, but we'll put it on the podcast. But like kind of growing up, um, there was a time, you know, where I was probably starting in very early junior high, maybe. Move even... more into the mic a little bit. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. All Let's right. Let's move right. this back. <laughs> um, but no, like, you know, somewhere around like early junior high, stuff like that. Um I thought it was kind of cool to stay up late. So I'd go stay, uh, stay at someone's house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try, yeah, like, yeah pulling yeah. all nighter. It was like kind of, there was like kind of a cool factor to it. I don't really remember when it was, but I remember just coming to like grips with the fact that I did not like doing that. I did not like being up late. Uh, my brain, my brain works in a way that like, especially if I get good sleep, which I try and do like every night, at least like seven hours. But my brain actually, when I wake up within, an hour of actually waking up, my brain is working at peak efficiency. That's science right there. 100% peak uh, efficiency, and it just continues to slowly go down. Mm-hmm. I do not get like the late night burst of energy. That a lot I of people... do. See, that's me. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> and see, like, I'll be, it'll be like a Friday night or like a Saturday night, have nothing to do. Like, you know what? I want to work on some code. I want to work on a project. I want to play a video game. I'll start it at like 9, 30, 10, maybe 11. You know what I mean? And I'll like half the time I'll just back out and just be like, actually, like I'm, I'm tired. I'm not enjoying the show as much. I'd rather just go to bed and wake up as early as I can now and then just enjoy it while my brain is operating at peak efficiency. So I, I got a question for you. Do you feel like you have a downgrade night? And by that, I mean, like I've noticed past few months, I, I think I've been avoiding it a bit because I've been. My, my sleep schedule's better, but I noticed like for a few weeks straight, regardless of what I was doing, Thursday, I would just turn down completely. Like by 8.30, 8.45 p.m., uh, I could, I'm just like, I'm barely keeping my eyes open. I'm like, yeah, I'm well aware it's 9 p.m. I have to sleep right now. And it was always on a Thursday night. I've never had that on in such a, like a, like a cyclical rhythm. I've also had like the past, over over the past month I've been waking up before my alarm. I've been waking up with like I still keep my alarm activated, but I've been waking up 20 30 minutes before my alarms. Oh man, I've been waking up at 3:30, which is the worst time for me because <laughs> really I because I wake up at like between 5 and 5:30, and so that's like it's like right in the in-between zone of like I could maybe get enough sleep to go back, but usually it just makes things worse. And I like wake up with a lot of energy and I'm like, crap. And I go back to bed. And by the time I wake up at my normal time, I'm like all sluggish and like getting caught in the fog. So yeah. But, um, as far as like kind of just a turn down kind of night, um, I definitely have those. I mean, there will be nights where like, I will fully, you know, I will fully realize my body and just be like, okay, my body is like shutting down at like 8 PM. This is a little bit ridiculous. You think it's ridiculous to go to sleep at nine or whatever. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But like yeah. when my bot, there are days my body tells me eight p.m. because like nine thirty is a good average for me when I go to bed usually, which sounds ridiculous to a lot of people. I'm sure, that, <laughs> especially with your audience. I'm sure there's a ton of night owls. Oh yeah. But um, it's, it's something with techie nerds. And oh stuff. yeah. Yeah. For some reason, which is also funny. I don't get it. So um, a lot of programmers. And maybe like a lot of just nerds in general, but I've noticed this is a huge trend with programmers um, like to work with the lights off. Mm. And I don't. I like mm. very well lit environments. No, if I'm working, I need lights on. Like yeah. lights off makes me sleepy or like that's like when I want to watch a movie or something. 
Like, if I'm, like, playing a game I really want to get into or I want to watch a movie, I'll turn the lights off. And even so, I've noticed, like, in my age, I'm not trying to sound like an old man, but, like, in my age, I prefer to have, like, at least one light on or something. So, like, downstairs, like, where my TV setup is, for example, as opposed to just playing in the complete dark, I'm wanting to get, like, some LEDs set up behind my entertainment center so I can have some light, like, a a little bit of light radiating from behind the TV. Yep. No, I'm I'm the same exact way. Um, part of it is that rarely am I like never not getting up. I'm not just going to sit down and play video games in the dark for like six hours. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to grab things off my table. I'm going to do whatever. And as soon as I have to like bust out my phone for a light or something, or like, I don't know, maybe my eyes just don't adjust as much as other people's, but it is, oh, I hate it. <laughs> I it's really painful. hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel so weird because like people at my work will joke and be like, yeah, man, I wish like, it's things that we work with people like, uh, you know, other people on our floor. I wish it was just all developers so we could just turn off all the lights. And I'm just like, no. Good. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yo, I've also done some like production cutovers and stuff. I've helped with that, like with other businesses. And I, I'll come in like, I think one of the weirdest times I worked was, let's see. I think I started work at like 7 p.m. on a Friday. Um, I worked, you know, my eight-hour shift went to bed and then came back and even so it was like so i came back like during the day into the office so at friday like friday night they would keep the lights on all night but saturday and sunday they turned the lights off and it's spooky and depressing and creepy and just really tiring thankfully that second day by the time i had my second shift like i wasn't really doing much so i was getting paid to literally do nothing which was awesome um but no, it's it's spooky. I did not like going into the office on a weekend. <laughs> well, and now that you say that, that also like brings up another thing because there's you know the ambiance. There's just like the vibes in the room. And when I think of like a young hip startup, you know that has a lot going on, a lot of activities, you know, dartboard, ping pong table, the works. I don't think of a dungeon. Yeah, I think of a very brightly lit, bright colors, lots of stuff going on. You know what I mean? You don't think of Google when you. Th- think of google you don't think of like oh they're obviously working no like, i'm thinking of like the sleep pods a lot of white and bicycles everywhere yeah see and that's the thing like sleep pods are great i don't want to sleep in the dark yeah but <laughs> like i mean that's no i'd rather sleep in the dark what are you talking about? i mean i don't want to sleep with the lights on sorry oh, okay, the opposite, okay. opposite. i'm like wait a minute no i gotta sleep in the yeah, dark <laughs> i want to sleep in the dark yes <laughs> no totally got that backwards but yeah that's not good. i mean there's a time and a place for darkness wow that sounded <laughs> I'm just thinking of nothing nowhere. <laughs> oh, that's what you've done to me. This is what happens when we, when we walk in to your apartment and nothing nowhere is playing. Oh, that's true. You've that's just true. filled my mind with <laughs> darkness for the rest of the evening. Yeah, no. So my my friend who came over last night, because um, he he saw like so whenever whenever I leave Lily alone, I have nothing nowhere. Who's one of my favorite artists? I have his music on repeat, just on a CD that I burned uh, in a little. Uh, stereo, like a little boombox I got from a thrift store for a few bucks, and I just play it on repeat. So she's listening to Nothing Nowhere like seven, eight hours a day, mm-hmm. every single day. Uh, and I don't mind it that much because, like, when I come home, sometimes I'll just keep it on because I really like his music. Uh, but it's definitely, you know, emo, depressing stuff. And last night after she had her accident, she was just acting a little weird, like her ears were tucked back, and she was ashamed. So, you know, her ears are tucked back, and she's a little sad and all that stuff. And my friend's like, dude, is, is Lily okay? Because ever since the accident, like, Danny, ha- have have you been playing Nothing Nowhere since she's been having the accidents? Because she's looking real emo. 
She's trying to tell you something. Yeah. No, she's been listening to Nothing Nowhere for months. She's probably his biggest fan. Uh, if I do talk to him again, like, if I have the opportunity to talk to him, I'm going to ask, like, yo, is my is my dog low-key your biggest fan? Because just let me know. Because she's, for almost a year, she's been listening to your music for seven, eight hours a day, every single day. She might be on the most listened. She really might be the biggest fan of Nothing Nowhere. Unfortunately, she doesn't have Spotify, because it's on a CD, so it can't be tracked on like Last.fm or Spotify or any of that stuff, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, well, though. Oh, well. I mean, work on it, dude. Take a, Get a side laptop. Open up the, the iTunes or something. I, re- I really should. Look at the, the play numbers. <laughs> oh, man. I think you spent enough money this month. You yeah, chill out. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's still more to come. Yeah. There's still more to come. <laughs> Moving is expensive. That's a pro tip to you all. If you don't like spending money, don't move. Yeah. It's another reason why I'm just like going back and forth on whether I want to do it. I'll probably just repeat the same thing I do every year. And I'm just like, I'm just going to put that off for now. Oh, I can't. I don't have time to look. All right. Decision was made for me. <laughs> I mean, you can go month to month for a bit, but month to month is like fucking oh, expensive. It's so like rent in half. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we were talking about, my rent's already gone up too much. Mm-hmm. See, and like I don't know. Now that we've like talked about it, it almost makes me want to like, even if I don't move into a house, it's like should I just look for a different apartment complex just that's to not, like that's not a bad idea. Get the rent no, down. So we we found out. So Dev and I were sharing some numbers, and for my previous apartment, um, where I had to pay for a two bedroom apartment plus a dog plus uh, trash, sewage, and water. I was paying five bucks more a month than he was for an apartment, one bedroom, one bathroom, no dog. Yep. Now, I believe I lived there for two plus years more than you did. Mm-hmm. You only lived there for a couple years, right? Maybe three? Yeah. And I've lived there for like five now. Mm-hmm. Almost five. So every year, because it's more inconvenient for you to leave, they have the leverage of being like, so your rate's going to, or your, yeah, your rent is going to go up a little bit more. A little bit more. Yep. A little bit more. And that's with every single apartment complex. Yep. And that's why, you know, you'll get like the move-in deals or whatever, right? The, you'll, they'll like lower the rent. Oh, yeah. No. So so that's why one of, one of my buddies, he was telling me, because uh, I was telling him about the pain of moving. And he's like, man, I used to move every single year. And he was a scumbag about it too. So he would move every year because he was always getting those deals. And he just didn't have too much stuff. But a lot of places, you might get like a first month free, no deposit move-in immediately. So he would take that to his advantage. He'd save, you know, hundreds of dollars, and then he wouldn't clean up anything. He didn't have a vacuum for a while, and he also said he was the type of person where he's just like, oh, snap, I was smoking a hookah in the living room, and I accidentally got some ash onto, like, I got some hot coals onto the carpet, and it burned the carpet. That's coming out of my deposit. Oh, wait, I didn't pay a deposit because I also didn't pay first month's rent because that was the special. So he would just move out of there with the damaged apartment and not have to pay anything for oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. No, he was a scumbag, but then, like, with that, but then after uh, after he got married, because I asked him, I was like, well, wait a minute, you haven't moved, like, since we've met. And he's like, yeah, no, I got married, and my wife didn't want to move every year. We found a place, we settled down. <laughs> well, at least he knows how to compromise. It's true. Yeah. It's See, true. I paid a deposit, and I had a dog. So, I mean, circling back, um, yeah, no, I had a, I had a dog at one point, so it's not like I'm totally been petless forever, but my dog just literally went to town and like 
ate my carpet like a buffet. <laughs> All the way down to like the Jesus concrete. Christ. She ate the padding and everything. Ew. And there wasn't much left, which she like <laughs> ate it all. And I remember I was so I came home so pissed because it happened twice. And I think this was the second one. I can't remember, but I was so mad. Second I, time this happened or second dog? Second time this happened. Okay, okay. And I was so mad and I like let her out and I'm just like, what? You know, I'm like yelling at her and then she just like turns around and just throws up it all over the floor. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, I hate you so much to right now. Fa- to be fair, you're yelling at her asking what's going on she just gave you back the carpet <laughs> yeah right she wasn't doing anything bad man <laughs> what did you do Blah, this <laughs> that that's what i did six hours ago and five hours ago and four hours yeah. ago but that'd make a good sitcom yeah oh man it was it was crazy so we eventually put her kennel in the uh the kitchen okay because but then you deal with like just the nastiness of like an animal living in the kitchen i don't know yeah it's a mental thing for me i guess probably yeah i mean it didn't ever really bother me that much but i'm also like Especially with the kitchen. The kitchen is one of the places that I clean the most and the most oh, frequently. That makes sense. So, I mean, you know. I'll be straight up, man. The past month or two, I got really lazy with the apartment. I was not cleaning it up as much. I, was, I wasn't organizing. Because, like, you know, it was getting to the point, especially at the end, I'm like, well, why am I going to bother organizing anything? I'm just going to have to pack it up in a box in a week and a half. <laughs> right, 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 right. Especially. Like, I was still organizing within reason. But, like, for example, if there was, like, a stain on the, uh, not on the carpet, but, like, you know, in the kitchen. I'm just like. Yeah, that's Whatever. my thing. I would keep things organized still because I wouldn't want to make more effort for me to move out. But yeah, like if I s- spilled a little something or like because I make a lot of, I hand brew a lot of coffee and just with the nas- nature of dealing with all that, little grounds get all over my kitchen counters. And so that builds up over like a week and then I like wipe it all down. Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't have touched that. <laughs> exactly. probably, probably wouldn't have been able to make a full pot just push it between the crack that's like you know the, the counter and the oven yeah just push yep, it between yep. that oh, they're not man. gonna check there i am so terrified to like see what's in there after living in my apartment for a few years mm-hmm. it's oh you're probably gonna see stuff from the previous owners and the previous people oh <laughs> yeah. dude hey man play, places of home are nasty i had a weird thought too like I had a hamster for a while too, so I have had pets. Don't like get me wrong. Yeah, so it's Devin. You're not a, you're not a pet hater. No, I just yeah. I've gone through the trials and tribulations, and I know what you know. I know where I draw the line at this mm-hmm. point. But anyway, I had this hamster, and the hamster like the hamster was fat. By the way, the hamster was huge. <laughs> the hamster was fucking huge. Like if it was any bigger, you'd be like pushing guinea pig status <laughs> because it was huge. But it, yeah, so the hamster was really cool though. The hamster would like hang out with me and I would like let the hamster run around like in certain areas just by itself. Um, not for very long, not like all day, but you know, let her like have like a, just a total free roaming play session. She'd hang out in my pocket and I can't remember what happened. Um, but, Oh, that's right. So like, um, something was going on and she eventually, she, uh, got away from me like when I wasn't intending it. And so I'm like trying to find her and she went under my kitchen or my bathroom cabinets, like under my sink, but it wasn't like, <laughs> Where you can reach, it was like there was almost this weird like lip under at the very, 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 very bottom of it, like where it touches the floor. So you kind of like there was like a little cavity where you could like. That's scary. Yeah, and so she got in there, and like it took me forever to get her out. But I'm like, man, she could have just died in there, and like I could have just not said anything. Yep. You know what I mean? And just like fucked up. The next owners do some like or like they go to do like some repairs, like you know what I mean? Because you couldn't get to it. You literally had to like take apart the the cabinets mm-hmm. to actually get to it. There is, is not an accessible area. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, like what, 
what is down there and like i was thinking about that when i was trying to get the hamster i'm like this hamster's gonna die oh like i'm trying to stick my hand up there like what if i touch a dead rat that's gonna that's gonna be messed up so yeah i mean you were saying she was almost going on guinea pig status which she straight up was but that's the nice thing about guinea pigs at least guinea pigs can't really get into those little crazy reservoirs because they get yeah. big enough where they just kind of hang out around like the corners like just 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 keep scaling your apartment and you'll eventually find the guinea pig yeah they're right. too big to get into anything for the most part yep yeah. Dude, and this hamster was really smart and was hilarious because she would, like, play dead almost. Like, she, I'd be, like, walking through, and I'd, like, I'd look over in a corner, and I could see her, like, mid-stride and stopped. And I was like, I see you. And I'm, like, walking up, and she's, like, looking at me sideways, like, not turning her head, like, as if I still won't realize she's there. But she usually, like, when she was really caught, she would totally, like, accept it. She wouldn't just, like, try and bolt away. I remember the first time I saw your hamster, I questioned because I'm like, why the hell do you have a, cause you, so Devin had an aquarium. He put the hamster in uh-huh. and then he had a giant uh, plexiglass cut out on top uh-huh. instead of an actual cover. And then you put a giant, um, what the hell was it? It was like a tire iron. You put a giant tire iron on top of that. And I asked what was going on. Cause I thought maybe you were working on your car or something. And it was you and your friend who was over attested to this. You're just like, no, dude, that, that hamster gets out. Like, if we just leave the plexiglass cover there, the hamster will move it out the way and get out of there. So we have to weight it down. The hamster was able to scale the wheel and balance itself on the wheel without it falling over. And it was like, you know what I mean? It, 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 would, be like, it would be on one foot. And occasionally I'd see the hamster, like, trying to go for it. It would be on, like, one foot reaching up. And then the hamster would just lose the balance and fall. Um, and it was the cutest thing, but it was also like, huh, it's a good thing I know, like, what I need to do here. But yeah, she was not moving a tire iron. Um, I actually shared, or not really shared, but I mean, kind of, yeah. So I shared the hamster with my ex and the hamster originally lived with my ex, right? Mm-hmm. And for a, what they guess was a couple of weeks, not in this, um, it wasn't in this um, cage. I think the cage that this was in was a, a wired cage. The hamster actually like bent the bars enough to get out. Jesus Christ. Wait, bent the bars, would get out, would go to the pantry, would eat chocolate. <laughs> and the hamster would go back. <laughs> and the hamster put all the bedding, stacked up all the bedding against the bent bars. Oh my God. So yeah. how did you discover this? So Mary did one day because she like, saw the hamster uh, was running back. She like, got up in the middle of the night and the hamster was like running back. And she was like, what? And then the hamster like went and like crawled in the back way, and she was just like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Like, your hamster was a fucking genius, man. Oh, man. I really like yo. Pumpkin was slept on. Yeah, no, <laughs> pumpkin was dope. Pumpkin would sit like literally would sit on my lap and next to me while I would code, and would just sit there peacefully. I'd give her like a little treat every once in a while, but she would just sit on my lap. Or if I was like watching TV, she would just sit next to me and like watch the TV. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you expect hamsters to be such wiry little rodents, you know what I mean? But, like, you're telling me, you know, she's just chill with you when you're coding, and then at night she's breaking out of these burglar bars and sneaking into a pantry and eating chocolate yeah. and then getting back in and knowing to cover the burglar bars. Yeah. It's amazing. W- wouldn't just hang out there all night. Like, you would expect a- another smart or dumb uh, hamster to do. Like, right, you get out, and then you find him in the morning. Like, where, how long have you been here? But, no, the hamster would be like, the hamster was like, I've got it good right now. All right, if I just do this and I go back home, I can eat my chocolate. She loved Kit Kats, so I'd actually, like, I would actually buy her, like, Kit Kats and, like, give her, like, little tiny, tiny pieces. Oh, my God. Like, micro pieces, right? And she would totally go to town. It was hilarious. That's amazing. 
Yep. Rest in peace, pumpkin. She was. R.I.P. to pumpkin. She was. I, a good I poured one. up for the homie out here, but I really don't want to spill water on the floor. Yeah. So no. Well, you'd probably spill it on Lily first. Yeah, and then she'd shake it all off, and it would get everywhere and oh. all that. It's like I I pay for these floors now. It's not like the apartment where like if if shit broke, like dude, there were so many times Lily's Lily's butt was destructive in my my apartment. Did I tell you about that? No, but were, I, do I want to know? This sounds two, like sketchy territory. There were two or three times she would get so excited she would like twirl around everywhere and slam her butt into the wall and a piece of drywall would come off of it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, no, she her butt was so destructive and like I think my girlfriend had seen it before, one of my friends had seen it before. I saw it of course too. Every time it happened, the nice thing was I didn't patch it up myself. I just hit up the maintenance people. I'm like Yo, so a little bit of uh, uh, a, a little bit of drywall. That's it. Came off this wall here. Uh, can y'all fix it? And they fixed it every time. Free of charge. That was cool. But like, yeah, no, her butt was destructive. I'm telling you, it was destroying society. The irony in that is that people usually probably like don't go and ask maintenance for that because they're like worried about getting in trouble. So they're, like, he just asked. Like, surely this just did this just happen? Did it just fall off? Or did you actually tell him that your dog did it? Uh, so I think I probably told my dog did it. Um, the thing is though, my, my conf- the reason why I was so confident with it is because, uh, my first like week or two, I moved into the apartment. I was setting up bookshelves and right at the end when I was lining up the bookshelf, I kind of pushed it into the wall a little too heavily and a huge chunk of drywall came out. Dude, your walls just falling apart. They were bad. Yeah. That's, I've not had that issue. Dude, I, I had I had so many issues within this apartment, but I remember I called them up and they're like, Yeah, sure, we'll come out, we'll take we'll take a look, we'll repair it, and we'll bill you for the damages. I said, Okay, okay, whatever. I might have to pay twenty five, fifty bucks for it. They didn't charge me. They came out promptly, they fixed it, they didn't charge me anything. So since then I've just had the confidence. And also I found out the maintenance people really liked me too. So they didn't mind doing calls for me. Hmm. Do you know why they liked you so much? Was it you just kept a nice, clean place? Uh, I, I kept a clean place. Uh, I was I was a good tenant. I really didn't complain. I wasn't yeah. mucking around or any of that stuff. Um, I was cool with the maintenance people too. I would talk to them whenever I saw them, and I was always friendly to them. Uh, I mainly know this because like the last maintenance call I had, I told the guy I was moving out, and he's like, "Oh man, no, I I always enjoyed coming to this apartment and you know checking it out and like talking with you if I got to and like you you know you were a great tenant. You're moving out for the best reason." But he was saying he's like, "Yeah, no, we always enjoyed taking your calls." Yeah, no, I would hope the same for me because yeah, I, I uh, I'm like my neighbors for instance. Every once in a while, like not intentionally, but I'll get like a quick glance in their apartment as they're like coming out as I'm going in or something like that and it is just filthy is, is it like some hoarders level like it almost looks like it, yeah and they've got animals too so you get like oh. this, you get the animal funk coming out too oh. so obviously they're not keeping it super clean um yeah so no lily when, when like maintenance talks about how they need to come over and stuff like that I'm like oh I'm always like man maybe I should just pick up a little and then I bounce back to that and I'm like no I don't think I actually do because they are going to deal with much worse. And this is very fine. For sure. It's more like I'm just picky and wouldn't want like the homies to see this. Mm-hmm. Of course. But of course. that's not bad because I also go to the homies place and I'm like, oh, dear God. Yeah. Why did you let me come over here? Yo, I mean, I've been to friends' houses before where it's like I'm wearing clean socks there and I come out and it's they're like looking dirty. Like, yeah, not only dirty, they're furry too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. It looks like I'm wearing a pair of slippers yeah. within my shoes. I mean, I'm, I'm not the best about vacuuming. I'll be, I'll be straight up about that. You know what I mean? But I'm not either, but like, you God can't damn. just, like, when you look at, when I look at some of my friends' carpets, yeah, it's like, holy cow, 
there is, I, I see there's lots of stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Good on us for being good on us. Good, good clean people. <laughs> good clean content. I know. I just thought of this. I had another like I had so many instances of drywalls. Not my not my last apartment, the one that you saw, but the previous one. This before we met. Uh, there seems the to be I, a common denominator here. This is the, this the one I had in college, but uh, I I had a, a whiteboard. I still do, and I posted it up in the perfect place. It was amazing. Like got to write down all my ideas on it and stuff, and it was my to do list and everything. It was great. Um, as I was moving out, I didn't really think of this. I used like some really thick double-sided adhesive on there, took it off, ripped a huge fucking chunk of the drywall with it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to take that out of my defaults. And oh no. So I did the final walkthrough with the lady and I pointed that out to them. And she's like, oh, that's fine. We'll just redo it. I'm like, okay, okay, that's fine. I got my full deposit back. Nice. But Devin, like it looked like someone ate a chunk out of the wall. <laughs> and I'm just like, Are, were y'all blind or what happened? Yeah, I am going to have issues with my deposit with the, the carpet. I think I can get away with this next thing a little bit easier. The what thing? So I've got that dartboard. Oh, okay. There's like quite a few holes in the wall. If they're tiny holes, they're not going to care. But like most like, apartment complexes don't care. It looks care. like worse than Swiss cheese, though. I feel like you ex- <laughs> I feel like you expect like, you know, a couple holes where you put up a picture or something. This is like... A bunch, you know, very randomly spread in a concentrated area. <laughs> so I've thought about just taking toothpaste when I move out and just like a, a, kind of a toothpick up. and just fill it up. You know, they're like mo- they're not com- completely white walls. I think they would accept that. So yeah. One one thing um, I thought was funny. You might want to check with this with your apartment as well too, um, like the complex and everything. But like with my complex and the one I was in, um, I saw they ha- they require you. This is the only place I've been in. But they require you before you move out that you have to clean the uh, clean the carpets, not not just vacuum. You have to get them professionally cleaned, and you have to provide them with a receipt of the service, or else they will do it. Like they'll contract it, they will do, it, and they'll take it out of your deposit. Well, I found out that it's cheaper for them to do it than for me to contact someone to do it. So I verified the price with them. I got it all done, and they didn't even know the prices. Like I told them because they're just like, "Oh, wait, did you clean your carpets?" I was like, "Nope," because it's cheaper for you all to take it out of my deposit. And they're like, "What, really?" I said, "Yeah, like y'all are charging ninety-five bucks for this. The cheapest I can find in town is one hundred twenty to do my apartment." So, so just let them do it. Yeah, I already spent money on the deposit. Just take wow. that chunk out of there. <laughs> I bet you their prices have raised by now. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> <laughs> man yeah I'm, I'm, so i'm gonna go out of my way when i move out i'm gonna try and remember to ask about that they're just gonna be like oh yeah if, if you don't do it it's gonna be 150 <laughs> that'd be funny at that point then you can just go with an external service so. yeah but then you only paid 95 and now i'm upset <laughs> hey man i put in a pre-order for these cleaning uh, for this cleaning like two and a half years ago Jeez. <laughs> yeah we'll see it's kind of funny though but yeah, it's so good on you, man. I'm so I'm so happy for you to be in your own place, oh, man. Thanks. Make me want to like spread my baby wings into like full eagle, full spread eagle. I mean, I've I've been enjoying it so far. So I've been in my house here for less than a week, and it's like it's there's a lot of not really growing pains. It's more I just I just unpacking, getting everything set up, whatever it is, and reorganizing. But I know like by this summer I'll be pretty well settled in. Yeah, that is the thing. I mean. I would imagine I'm probably going to do the same thing. Like, obviously get a good bulk of stuff. And but I got leave. a lot of shit, too. Yeah. That's the thing. I got a lot of shit. And a lot of it's probably <laughs> you're just going to chip away at it as you, like, come to it. You know what I mean? Like, 
uh, if you need something, maybe you you know. Yeah, get it like set for, up for cables and all that's been kind of it. The other night I had to grab another console, and I've organized my consoles pretty well in the basement now. So I'm just like, yo, let's grab this yeah. Xbox here. <laughs> no, I mean you got definitely have like the bulk of everything. It does not look bare in here at all. It looks pretty pretty well set up, but appreciate it. it. I'm sure it will be nice when there is like none of that at all anymore. You know, you're like completely settled. Mm-hmm. Everything is in the groove. Um, like yeah, right right now for the record, just for listeners, I have a spare bedroom that's completely empty aside from a few boxes because I don't have uh, I, I've never had a third bedroom and I don't have shit in my living room. My living room up here is my dog's playpen and where I'm storing boxes at the moment, like deflated boxes and stuff that I've already gone through because I took my living room that I had in the previous apartments that I've had and I pushed it down into the basement. So I don't have anything for a living room. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But that's fine. But I the mean, basement is bomb as hell. Man. Yeah, the basement it's, looks it's, good. The basement's awesome. I'll and, say that. You know, honestly, you could go out of your way to like set up the living room right now. You could go spend all the money, get all the furniture, do all that. But Yeah, it's and like I don't feel like it. <laughs> well, that, that. And if you're not going to like really utilize it right now, like what? there is no rush. Exactly. If you're just going to be going downstairs anyway. Exactly. By the way. Have you like fully embraced like the like are you, are you calling it the man cave like are you all in on that? I haven't called it the man cave. I'm still referring to it as the basement. The movers though were calling it the Dan cave. The Dan cave. <laughs> they were calling it the Dan cave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so perfect. All right, that, that, that's already one. That's already one. You we'll need to go get with a, that. Then you I need guess. to get a minivan and call it the Dan van. No, how about no? Yeah. No, I'm not getting a minivan. Nah. Dan van. No. No Dan van. We'll see. Fuck it. <laughs> when when we're loaded, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna like present it to you. I'll be, be like, and I'll, at that point, I'll be like, God damn it, okay, I can't really say no to it now, unless you're gonna pull an Oprah on me and give me a free van. And it's like, oh yeah, you gotta pay tax and all this stuff on it too. I'm not, I'm not paying your tax. Well, I'm not going to take the van. <laughs> <laughs> How That's rude. why a lot of a lot. Did you hear about that? Like yeah. when she gave out the free cars a lot for for the record. A lot of like just in case people don't know, years ago Oprah Winfrey did that like free car for everyone in the audience, but they had to pay taxes and a bunch of other registration fees and shit on that. And most people are like, we don't have like a few thousand dollars to drop on this right now. So most of the people who got their free car did not take home their free car. Couldn't you just sell it? No, the car was not theirs. Well, I mean. I guess maybe people just don't have the money, but I would like. And I would, that was the thing. It was a short. Pe- it was put, a short term issue, Devin. They I would have, have stuff on like on credit, like as much as I could immediately, as long as I could get that car and sell it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I've also heard that stuff about like, you know, I don't know anyone personally, so who knows? This could be just total, uh, total BS. But it seems like the same kind of thing, where people like, uh, what's that show? Like Extreme Home Makeover or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll like take people who are like, and I mean, it's great. Like it's. It's a good idea in theory, and you know, like you know, it definitely warms your heart. But they take people that are in like poverty a lot of the time, mm-hmm. and give them like this really nice big house. But it's like, okay, they're in poverty. How can now, they afford this? Yeah, and how they and that's just with you know, with even if they they don't have any house payments, just you know, utilities and all kinds of stuff, and tax and insurance, yeah, and, and every I mean, all yeah. that stuff goes. Because they gotta insure that house is worth like four hundred thousand dollars. They gotta insure the house for that yep. much, and that'll probably I think I I feel like that could easily go over the rent that they were paying or whatever oh, yeah. or the mortgage they were paying before. Oh yeah. So it's one of these things where it's like that looks really great, but like. Yeah, I don't know. At what point do the families realize this? Like, what kind of conversations do they have? That's that's the sad thing I've heard. I've heard that most of the people who are on those home makeover shows, they, within just, a year, they no longer have that house because mm-hmm. they can't pay for it. 
Yeah, and I'm sure like if you're in that situation, you're probably not even thinking about asking for all that. You know, it's just this big thing. If it really is like the show is portrayed, you know, they show up, it's a surprise, let's get going, hurry up and move, get all your stuff. But that's just legally not how it works. Like as you said, like rent and insurance and registration, yeah. all these other things you you un, unless the the studio is going to flat out say we're going to take care of that stuff or we're going to you know give you ten thousand twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars so that you can cover mm-hmm. this stuff you're not going to pay for that like well you do have to pay for that is what i'm saying honestly it sounds like it would almost be a better option just <laughs> to just uh not do as many upgrades and give them like ten thousand dollars like we upgraded yeah. your house half as much and you can have ten or twenty grand to pay on this for like the next couple of years or exactly. whatever. Well, one thing I've heard many, many what, I have to face the mic here. One thing I've heard many, many times is nothing in TV or on TV is free. Yeah, I can believe that. Nothing in life's free, man. Yep, nothing's free. Yep, me Ain't being shit. on this podcast isn't free. You're just mining all my data. Exactly. It's just in the form. Of, <laughs> it's just in the form of audio. Hey, this isn't this isn't free for me either. I had to drop, you know, a few, not a stack, but I had to drop, you know, some pennies on the setup here. So yeah, yeah, it was a lot of pennies. Some dimes. Drop some dimes. Drop on some it. dimes. Dropped a few quarters, you know, as well. That too. I def- definitely broke the piggy bank on it. But yeah. Hey, man. That's it sounded it, but pretty it's awesome. Sound. It's it is it is like the little samples we were taking because we we set this all up within five or ten minutes but the little samples that we were taking just sounded fantastic so I'm I'm hoping this sounds equally as good on, on here laptop speakers yeah yeah that was the thing too like it sounded awesome on laptop speakers so yep. we'll see what's up yeah no I can't wait to actually hear the raw audio for sure keep I'll it definitely raw. keep I'll it definitely dirty. listen to this one when it goes live appreciate it appreciate it but anyways um. We've been rambling on a lot. About Dude, it's been almost an hour. It's been great. I know. Yeah, it- and that so that that's the beauty of this podcast. There's really like I I told Devin, yeah, I put up a uh, I I create um, a list of topics I want to go over. We haven't really touched up on any of the topics here, well, which is the great thing, and that's kind of what I anticipated as well too. The mm-hmm. I would say the most structured episodes have been the the ones with only me on there because it's. It's me and a topic list. That's it. But when you bring in a guest, it's something completely different. You say that like you've done this more than two times now. <laughs> Every I time. So. I mean, well, I mean, also the years of Mod Chat experience have helped out True. as well, too, on oh, yeah. that. And I've had to do episodes of Mod Chat by myself there. But that's also a more structured podcast. You have the audience mm-hmm. interaction. You have to kind of babysit that. You have to also then make sure the post-recorded podcast is also going to sound good it's not just going to sound good in the moment and all that mm-hmm. stuff and yep yeah so on that note is there anything that you really want to touch on here before like we end up <laughs> going too far over and piecing out whatever yeah. the hell it is i want to talk about the music on here so sure this is one topic that like one solid topic i kind of want to discuss but Devin, have you seen that best buy is now going to stop carrying cds this year i have not Okay. Maybe I heard it in passing, but I have not looked. So I believe by this summer, Best Buy will no longer be covering CDs. That is so crazy. Will no longer be selling them. Now, have you been to a Best Buy recently? Only in very, very quick spurts to go grab something I know I needed to get and like where it was. I have not like really observed. Right on. So even like Best Buy used to be, you know, my go-to music place and stuff. That and Hastings and Hastings is rip now, but oh, um yeah, no, with Best Buy, so like even so you have to like they've been like they they treat the CD section like the GameCube section 
it back in like back in the GameStop days, you know, like where like if if you went to GameStop during Generation Six when that was hot. Uh, for you know consoles and everything you had a big wall of ps2 big wall of xbox you had some dreamcast stuff and you have like this little sliver of gamestop stuff GameCube. not gamecube excuse yeah. me yeah and the, the shit's not even cover out it's spine out so they're trying to compress it as much as possible <laughs> that's how it feels the cd section is in best buy it's now a struggle to find it in there the craziest thing about this so like people are saying yeah you know um, who uses CDs, all this other stuff. I still use CDs. I'll pick up an album on CD if I really want to listen to it, support mm-hmm. the artist, because I'm also going to get a lossless copy that way. Yep. A lot of the times, I can also buy a lossless copy of the album for cheaper, like a physical copy for cheaper than a compressed digital version on iTunes or Google Play or wherever the hell it is. Like an album, let's say on iTunes is 10 bucks. That's not bad. That's like standard pricing for an album now. Uh, I can normally get that like physical higher quality for eight or nine dollars, something like that. So that's that was where my logic was with it. The crazy thing about this, though, the crazy thing, which you have to realize this is in 2018, we're talking about this. Best Buy is going to stop carrying CDs, but they're going to continue to carry vinyl records. Damn hipsters. This is 2018, man. So in like, it's okay. In like eight years... CDs are going to come back around, and it'll be fine. <laughs> but no, I mean, I do sympathize, I sympathize with them a little bit. Um, I feel like vinyls right now... Um, I'm just saying, this has not been an issue since for decades. The only time I could think of this being an issue was even before my time, when it's like a lot of places, record stores are actually selling records and cassette tapes, and maybe they didn't have enough money to buy CDs, and not that many people had CD players, so they just couldn't carry CDs, and they chose not to. Like, this has not been an issue. This has not happened for decades. So, I mean, obviously we're young people. So, like, I can only speak with, like, through, you know, observation, right? But with the new age of the internet and streaming and having access to a lot more music, a lot more readily, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's actually probably a bit more expensive for Best Buy to try and have to carry, like, a wide variety of things. Oh, it is. You know what I mean? Or they just have the you know top selling CDs that people are still just streaming and that's what they do yeah. they they really carry the top selling stuff and then like the really niche stuff because if I've noticed if you're an independent artist Best Buy is one of the easier places to get your CDs into hmm. but even with that a lot of the times you have to kind of yeah not anymore but a lot of the times you have to like special order them like you have to buy them from the website mm-hmm. which is also fine I mean as long as there is a way of getting lossless audio that's like the biggest thing to me. And I'm not even like, you know, I thought about investing into some, um, you know, ecosystem and equipment to really, really up my audio game. And I'm sure I will at some point, but as long as there is some way of getting lossless audio, because I feel like we could slip into a time where we're not paying attention, we're not valuing audio. And then like, it's, all you know, super tough just to get like a CD. Yeah. You know, like, the the band has to go out of their way to, like, print a CD, like, kind of like how they do with vinyls now. You know, depending on the band, it'll be like, oh, we actually printed a vinyl, whatever, like, limited mm-hmm. supplies, so you might want to come, come grab that if that's what you're interested in. I mean, I just hope it doesn't get like that with CDs too quickly. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm sure, like, the same pressing plants are going to be pressing out stuff, because, like, DVDs are being pressed. They're still relatively cheap. I've heard it's, like, 
10 cents to press a DVD. Blu-rays mm-hmm. are being pressed as well, too. Um, I would hope so. Yeah. I never um, even... Of course, with that. I never even got on the Blu-ray train. Jeez. Blu-ray's been weird. Blu-ray's been really weird because um, it, it just... The rollout of 1080p has been odd enough to the point where you got to realize, even on regular TV, there's no 1080p channels that I know of. It caps out 1080i. Like, I've never seen, like, on network TV a 1080p channel. Really? Yeah. I just I haven't had, you know, network TV, whether it's satellite, cable. I haven't ever paid for that personally, and then my family didn't really do much of that. So, like, I haven't. It's, it's funny because like so my dad was asking me about 4K TVs and all that before and he's like yeah so our neighbors just got a 4K TV and they said that they don't notice a difference and I was like what what do you mean he's like yeah they just watch TV on it and they don't notice a difference I'm like yeah because they're watching 1080i and 720p channels on a 4K TV yeah they're not going to magically get more resolution from that yeah yeah no doubt <laughs> which is a, I mean I am not in any rush to get a 4K TV at all man i'll tell you this like so i had a i still have i have a 42 inch vizio 1080p tv i have a 4k 55 inch vizio tv last night when we did you know the system link and everything we put i i thought i was crazy for the past few years since i've had this tv we put both tvs next to each other my 42 inch looks noticeably nicer than my 55 inch and it annoys me because, color and sharpness and stuff. yeah color black level sharpness everything and i even asked my friend i'm like dude is this does this look better and we even try to match the settings and all that stuff but it was the black levels he said no you know what the dead giveaway just look at the black levels look at them they look beautiful on the 42 inch tv 55 inch not so much yep and i was like no just thanks for confirming like i because i swear the past few years i've been looking at this tv and i'm like this looks worse than what i had before and now this is a confirmation that it is see and i don't know that much about tvs like if you were to like Put two TVs side by side, even with the spec sheet. Like, the only thing I can really do is look for higher numbers. Yeah, you know, I don't really know that much about like what goes into it. And I think I got lucky. I don't. I think my TV is not the best. But like last time I got a TV, I just needed one. I needed one quick. And I walked in, and it was just like I went into Best Buy, walked around, and I was like, I need one. And they were like, Smart TV. And I was like, No, <laughs> no. <laughs> just get a dumb TV with a Chromecast. It's I have what I, I did. Both my TVs are smart, and I don't ever use the features on them. Yeah, I have Chromecast hooked up to both. And even when there are decent ones, like you know, I've seen people who just use it for Netflix or whatever. Like it's usually so slow. Yep. So like, I would just rather have the Chromecast for that reason because it's super fast. And uh, yeah, I will say the benefit with those smart TVs is you can hook them up. Uh, like you can hook them up to the internet and you can get firmware updates on them, which I have on my 55 inch TV, I've gotten a few extra features and on my 42 inch, the only issue I ever had with it, sometimes I would turn off and turn it back on and the backlight wasn't working properly on there. It just didn't look right for whatever reason. I can't really explain it, but two or three days after owning it, I turned it on once and it said, Hey, we just downloaded and applied the latest firmware update. And ever since that firmware update, I've never had an issue with the backlight or the brightness on there. Well, I guess the, the question I would have for probably the manufacturer, not you, was that feature, like, is that a smart feature or whatever that was controlling that issue, right? Like, is it just more, obviously there's going to be some kind of a firmware, but like, I don't know. I wonder if that's, like, what does that mean? Like, is it just more analog on a non-smart TV where you're not going to run into those many, those kind of bugs, you know what I mean? 
or was that like a smart feature that they included that was buggy? I really don't know. So to be honest, I couldn't tell you on that. So yeah, ask the manufacturer on that. Now the downside of that is there could also be firmware updates like anything else that break certain features. I know, mm-hmm. I believe Vizio was one of them where recently they had a firmware update that went out to several of their TVs. They end up breaking a few things on there. So and a TV is one of those like pieces of technology I have that I really don't want to mess with. Uh, I, I can I can get that. That is that is uh, an appliance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a high tech appliance. Um, yes, Lily. And I don't want my appliances to be smart, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you driven like not a smart car, but like a car with like really smart features on it? My car would probably be like the smartest. Okay, so I'll tell you. Like recently, I drove. I, I rented. I was driving like a 2018 Camry. That thing was scary to drive. Like it had it has sensors in the front and back. So yep. like for example, when you're going, like you set the cruise control. Let's say you set it to 70. Yep. It the sensor in the front is looking for cars. Adaptive and it will, cruise control. Yep. It does that. It speeds up. It slows down because it was really storming one day. It actually ended up disabling my cruise control completely because the sensor got so blocked up. Um, ABS I can live with. That's fine. I know how to drive without ABS, um, but I can live with it as well too. And I, I would prefer that. Uh, but it felt like I was not driving the car and it was a really disturbing feeling, especially on that too. I love Camrys, but like the new Camry, I just did not fuck with. So, well, and it like also <laughs> annoys me because most of those sensors are, you know, they're, they're a form of radar mm-hmm. and it will actually trigger my radar detector. Interesting. Occasionally I'll be going, and I can't remember who I was with. Uh, I think it was my little brother. But we're driving, and he's like, oh, where's the cop? And I'm like, actually, based on the pattern and like how this happened, I think that this is this car. And so like as I pass this car, because they're mostly like, I think they, they point at kind of like a diagonal backwards angle, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Especially because um, I think that's what also shows cars. You'll see like uh, on their side mirror, it'll like have a light when someone's next to you, and you right, shouldn't right. change lanes. So I think that's using radar, too. So yeah, as soon as I get past their car, like the radar detector just cuts really? off immediately. But you know, half the time when that is going off, it's like, oh geez, I don't know if this is a cop, but I don't want to speed up because it might be a cop. But I kind of want to get around this car to see if it is actually a cop, mm-hmm. and it's just a really annoying situation. I feel you. But I would love, love, I really want to go test drive a Tesla. Oh, that'd be cool. Because I want, I don't, I don't want to like lose control completely. I don't want to have to like. I don't. You're not able to drive without your hands on the wheel anymore on a Tesla in autopilot. Um, did but, they did they patch that out? Oh yeah, a while okay. ago. I, I didn't know that. If you if from what I understand, if you don't have your hands on the steering wheel after a few seconds, it'll say you're like audibly put your hands on the steering wheel. Put your hands on the steering wheel, bro. You better do it. And then like after like a very short amount of time, it'll just um I guess it'll just like I don't know if the car stays on, but it just kills the acceleration. If it okay. doesn't hit the brakes. It just like will use regular momentum and just like wait for you to buy and it might pull over too, like off the shoulder or something interesting and like it's just like no you're done like you don't that'd be really fun to drive but yeah no that's those features are also like scary to me too just listening to them but i've also seen like you know so many videos where someone was driving a tesla and someone like you know they're going like 70 miles an hour and a dude turns in front of them and like they would have easily just t-boned him right there Mm -hmm. and the tesla was able to like break 
avoid the crash and then it just like continues in like continues driving again and just like goes back to like (laughs) (laughs) nothing happened like we're good so it's stuff like that you know obviously you know me um and for those who don't know me in my personal life i have not had the best luck with cars and it's not at all (laughs) not my fault like seriously i mean i just i just got my car back from the shop where a a girl just like backed out of a parking (laughs) spot and ran straight into me scraped my whole entire right side of my car and it's just like come on people now, would the Tesla have avoided that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The way you describe it, I would say no. I, yeah, I, but it's got sensors all around it. See, that's why I don't know. Because mm. it could have, you know, it could have been like, there's no one to my left. Because there was no one to my left. Oh, there's a car like coming here. Let's swerve to the left and like move out of the way. Might have. But I think Might've. a lot of it more is like head on stuff. You know what I mean? Trying to break so you don't run into the back of someone or if someone cuts you off. Right. You're not just going to run into them. Right. I feel that. But I would love it, you know. Model 3, maybe my next next car. That'd be cool. How much do they normally run for? Again, I haven't really Around priced 30. Hmm? Around 30. 30,000? 30, oh, that's not bad. That's Model 3. Now, the Model S or whatever is like 80. Yeah, yeah. The Model S is cool. But that's why I've the actually Model 3 heard was... a lot of people are now like... and not, Actually, a lot of Model S owners are now wanting to get Model 3s. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a almost a third of the cost. Not only that, but like people actually prefer them. I've ac- uh, I don't know. I've heard some... I've heard a lot of people say, like, this isn't a crap car, but you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. I would think that a lot Figured of people so. would be like, oh, I can get a Tesla for, like, a third of the price. And then they get it, and they realize, like, oh, this isn't quite as high-end. Oh, this isn't... Of course. Materials aren't quite as nice. Oh, you know what I mean? I think it's a lot of those little things, because obviously they had to cut some corners. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're if you're just in it for the technology and you want a cheap car, you know what I mean? I mean, here's the thing. I'm not a car person. Like, I, I got a Sonata. <laughs> I upgraded from a Camry. Uh, and I upgraded because my car was getting to the point where it was going to cost way too much money to fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, like I'm the type of person where, I mean, I'll, I'll set up my sound system in there. I did that already. Of course I did that like immediately after getting the car, I'll put in a few bells and whistles there and some other nice, cool things. But for the most part, like they're trying to push here. They're just like, Hey, we got to show you Android auto. We want to give you a demo. I'm like, does the car have Bluetooth on it? Well, yes, it does. Okay. They're like, well, we can show you Android Auto. Does the car have Bluetooth? Yes. Okay. That's all I need. So, like, to me, having Bluetooth was a huge deal because coming from a car that was a 2000 model, of course, it doesn't naturally have Bluetooth on it. And the deck I installed didn't have it either, unfortunately. Uh, Now, of course, you know, I I was way too arrogant on that. But I did try Android Auto after two days. I'm like, dude, I fucking love this. This is amazing. I'm kicking myself for not really giving it a true chance. Mm -hmm. But even when they gave me the demo, I wasn't super wowed by it. I'm like, no, as long as my car has Bluetooth, that's all I need. Like, that's the only upgrade I want. Mm -hmm. So I'm very... Not I'm 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 not posh at all when it comes to cars. I'm not a car person at all. So I'm not a car person like yeah. that, like the in the sense of kind of like I don't know, staying up to date on cars, knowing everything about cars, the engine and everything. Definitely not. I will say, and I'm I would be willing to bet that you probably are going to get this way too. I'm now spoiled. One of the big things I'm spoiled with is like backup cameras. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. If I drive someone's car that doesn't have a backup camera, I'm like. I'm, I go, like, total first world mode. <laughs> I'm just like, it's such a pain, and da 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 and I'm way too used to having a backup camera, and, like, come on, like, are you serious? How can you deal with this? Even though people have dealt with that for, like, ever, and mm-hmm. a lot of people still don't have it. A lot of people probably choose not to get it when they get a new car. They're like, yeah, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's something that I am, like, you know, no, do I... If I get a new car, do I need to, like, upgrade the engine massively? No. 
You know, See, do I need a lot more power? No. Do I need to maintain my butt warmers and my backup camera? Ooh, so, yeah. so, you, so butt warmers and backup camera, that's it for you. So for me, I will say my, my fancy things I want with a car, and I'm spoiled with this because my first car, it was just a Camry, but it had these things already pre-installed in it, aside from the sound system. I end up upgrading the sound system. Like I put in a new deck, I put in new speakers, I put in subs and an amp. So that was me. Uh, but he, it knocked even before with the upgraded speakers that the previous owner put in. Point is, though, the previous owner also put in really nice tent, like tents for the windows. Mm-hmm. And they also uh, put in a aftermarket alarm system with remote start. So when I got my car, I'm just like, yo, I want remote start installed on this. So I actually drove it off the lot with remote start installed. Uh, the first thing I, in- I got installed after that was I moved my amp and my subs over, got those installed. And then, uh, like a week after that, I got the windows tinted. So yeah. I pretty much like the, those were my premiums. But now I would say like my premium features I want are remote start. Um, butt warmers would be cool too. I just I've experienced it, but I haven't had it on a car I own. But it would it's definitely be like game changing. Yeah, re- remote like from from top to bottom. I would say upgraded sound system, Android Auto, remote start. Those are like yeah. my three. See, and I. I... I don't have remote start still, and I really want to get it. Oh, um, my God. When I was parking outside, you know, for the past, like, five years, yeah. it was awesome. But I think the savior for that is that, like, with the butt warmers, it almost, like, works out. Because, like, part of that, you want to warm up your car. The butt warmers would work so well. My car, like, warms up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But the butt warmers would warm me up far quicker. Like, in, like, two minutes, I'd be, like, solid warm. Um, before the car was even like the, you know, the heat was actually cranked up and actually really, really going. Right. Right. And then when it's like on your back, it like warms you from the inside out <laughs> instead of it just blowing on you. You know what I mean? Well, cause yeah, it's, it's from, it's from your back and it's from the bottom. Right. So it's not just butt warmers. It's actually like the entire seat yeah. heats up. And so it like, that's a nice butt warmer. Yeah. It, it, so it's, it's like a trade off, right? Like you get to warm up your car and entire to you. Before I do, but I have like quicker. You take care of your car, and your car's gonna take care of you. Oh, she does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is out to just get her. They they don't want us to have nice cars, Danny. They don't. Yeah, like your car's getting hit and everything, Dude, and it's scratched so, up. It's so bad. Like we just found like another like scratch on my car. I yeah. Was like, oh, yeah. God dang it. And it's like I don't know. It's not the newest. It's not the best, but it's a 2012, and it's like shiny. So it's just like. <laughs> you know, just, to me, a 2012 is not an old car. No, people are just like, "Oh yeah, that's a six year old car." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not old to me." Yeah, right. To me, a car is not old until it gets to be like ten years old. My uh, my first car was a '96 Buick Century. I mean, it should have been an Oldsmobile because that was pretty much what it was. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it, it, it was your stereotypical grandma car, and I was <laughs> I was totally cool with it. Um, actually, the only reason why I got like a new enough car was that. I was trying to, well, not the only reason, but a big part was I was trying to put good vibes in the universe and be like, all right, if I invest in something nice, hopefully like I will treat it well and like everyone else will treat it well. And like, I won't get in any accidents less than a month later. I started getting in accidents. Amazing. Rear-ended three times. Oh hit, man. Hit a raccoon. Got hit by this person. Yo. So I didn't, I didn't get a new car until I graduated and everything from college, which I'm happy I did because uh, one thing I learned, so I was driving a 2000 Camry prior to this. That was my first car. Loved the thing. Seriously, I loved that thing. Uh, and the only reason why I got rid of it is because it got to the point where it was having several issues and several leaks. 
and it was going to be thousands of dollars to repair it. So it's like, okay, well, spending $3,000 to fix up a few, not all of them, a few issues on a car that's worth maybe a thousand doesn't make any type of sense. Mm -hmm. And especially that didn't, you know, fix up my speaker that wasn't working, my windows that stopped rolling down and rolling up properly, um, the axle that was kind of being bent. Like there was a lot of stuff that that $3,000 was not going to fix or touch. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just because it was going to become a money pit unless I got rid of it. Uh, But no, with uh, we were talking about what was the thing we were talking about prior. I kind of just lost my train of thought on here. But We were talking about, you know, your positive vibes and everything with getting your car and everything. All that yeah, stuff. I mean, I think we're just talking about like what we looking for, look for in a car now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just like, cars being old, not being old. Um, Whatever, cars. Yeah, I'm losing my train of thought on here, but cars, man. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I knew what you were going for there. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I was going for either. <laughs> it's okay. That happened to me on the December podcast, <laughs> like four times. Was it four times? I don't know. I don't know. I, probably not that many, but no, at least twice. I was like <laughs> deep in train of thought, and I was just like, uh. You're just like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> like, I, I bounced off of, like, thought process trees, like three branches deep. And mm-hmm. it's just like, we're not even talking about anything relevant anymore. No, I feel you. But that's what's good about this podcast, right? Exactly. It's casual. We're not going to care. And to me, the funny thing is, even though this is less of a production value, by all means, this is probably some of the more fun content that I make. And I feel like it's some of my better content because like, I'm a firm believer in if you truly are excited and engaged with the topic or the content that you're making, you're going to make something solid out of that compared to all the other stuff. And this seems kind of like... And I think you you never really said it, but I think that you kind of alluded to it in ways. This is almost probably therapeutic to you. It is. You know, yeah. being able to just do this, because I know you enjoy making videos, obviously. So, like, being able to do this with the low production uh, effort and all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, thankfully, it's hopefully going to take a little effort and actually sound really good. Yeah. But, you know, that's kind of like what I was going for uh, with my videos as well like we've talked about is like I know I'm going to enjoy this I thought about this I know like I have lots of ideas I've got lots of thoughts I know I'm going to enjoy this but for me to enjoy it it has to be extremely simple it has to be extremely easy it's got to be me flowing minor editing chop it up I understand so and um, and for me this is I, I guess the best way I can put this podcast is low production but lots of heart yeah yeah which it's I the, feel like that would line. that that would be a better you know better texture and some that people would enjoy more than some that was super high production and was eh, okay yeah yeah no no I think it's awesome and I can't wait to actually go back and listen to the first two although now my ear well I guess I won't hear it probably right away but I feel like my ears are gonna be spoiled after listening to this audio. I don't know how good your first couple episodes are going to compare. I mean, those were still with the Yeti and everything, too. So those would have been fine. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to be curious to see like if there's a pretty big difference. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to have to boost up the audio on this a bit as well. And then we're not in... We're in a bit of an echoey area here. So yeah. we'll see how figure it goes. Out. But Figure whatever. out how to deal with that yeah. going forward. Exactly. Whatever. We'll figure it out. All that fun stuff. I'm going to look into, you know, this other mono audio issue as well, too. I see you keep looking at your watch. I know it's getting a little bit late, so there's, like, only one other topic I definitely want to cover on here. (laughs) Yes, partially, but I have been getting blown up, and I can hear my watch going 
Buzz, buzz. Yeah, I've been hearing it too. (laughs) So the only other thing I really wanted to cover on here for sure, which I know we would have, now I'm talking in like future past tense, we we would have hopefully covered a bit on Mod Chat as well. Uh, But Halo 2 Alpha, like how Mm -hmm. much experience do you have with Halo 2? Well, Halo 2 is like, it's one of my favorite games of all time. And like, uh, I would probably say more of a nostalgic thing. Um, I played it a ton. That was like, you know, the first... I just know it wasn't one of the first online games, but it was probably like one of the games I played the most online throughout my like gaming career. My right. whole family played it, so there was like a bonding experience with that. Um, and it also has like a very special place, um, kind of in my history, with being like one of the first things I ever like. I modded the Xbox first, but the goal of modding my, my Xbox was to mod Halo. Um, it wasn't to run homebrew or anything like that. That was not the f- initial goal. And then from there, that's where I kind of started to learn more about, you know, modding and programming. And that's kind of what led me to, you know, what I do today for a living and for, you know, a hobby. So all around Halo 2, just for, you know, gameplay, um, uh, kind of bonding with my family and just, you know, solidifying itself as a significant part of my um, development, development of development. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's awesome. No, that's respectable. Yeah. Nah, so in short, I mean, of course, with any game, there's going to be alphas, pre-alphas, betas, all these other, you know, revisions up until the retail release. So recently, I believe this is on Assembler Games, somebody came up and they said, hey, so I'm listing these for a friend because my friend wants to remain, remain anonymous, but my friend has several of these Halo alphas and, like, all these other builds of games. And the biggest one was Halo 2. Like, people really gunned after that. People have a lot of heart for that game. So I believe his name is Toxin1. He ended up picking up... uh, He won the bid because it was a bidding thing. He paid, like... If I remember correctly, it was, like, just under $3,000. That's the number I was seeing on there. It could have also been a 1000 Like, point is, it was four figures, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of money for this one build of the game. So he ended up giving it to a few people. He ripped it immediately, preserved it, and gave it to a few people. Because this alpha to play, it required, you know, an unlock server and everything. Um, that, of course, we don't have access to at all. Um, but what happened was he ended up uh, giving it to someone named Grim Doomer, who this is the guy who we'd spoken about it on. Not you and I, it was Daniel and I. We'd spoke about it on Mod Chat before. Grim Doomer was actually working on a homebrew original Xbox Live. I remember hearing about this on one of the podcasts. Yeah, so brilliant dude. But he ended up getting a hold of the beta and he ended up getting it unlocked, got it working. And not only that, but he got System Link working on there. The reason why that's a big deal is because System Link was never in this build of the game. So he hacked functionality into this build that was not there before. And the cool thing Mm -hmm. with that is now, people are able to play online with this technically for the first time. By that, they do a system link using a tunnel service so they can do LAN over the internet with Mm -hmm. other people. The alpha's been released online too. What uh, Toxin did after it ended up getting modified was he put up a GoFundMe for $1,000 and he said, hey... You know, I got this beta, we got it unlocked, all this stuff, $1,000 just so I can get paid back for this, and we'll release the thing. And it ended up meeting its goal, he released it, and what I did, because I ended up giving it a shot, but last night, I had a friend over who, Halo 2 was his game. Like, that's the game he wanted to mod. Like, he has super fond memories of it. Mm -hmm. So he had seen the videos of this thing coming out, and the analysis, and all the stuff of the Halo 2 alpha. 
So I was like, hey, dude, let's try this out. So I got it. I transferred it over to my Xbox. And there's only three maps on there. But we were having fun, like, getting out and everything. And at one point, we found a way to get out of burial mounds. But we both wanted to get out. And we needed three players. The problem with this is that this game, like, this build is only limited to two players per console. So what we did, it, it, it was comical, but, like, we ended up the the final i won't talk about the trials and tribulations but the final thing was we had to get my 42 inch tv from upstairs bring it down i had to get another xbox from my storage area it was already modded up and everything transfer the alpha over to that hook it up to my switch you know prior to that like network switch not nintendo switch i was switch. about to say did you mean to say that network <laughs> switch network switch i hooked it up to that and then we were able to do a local area network play of this game. We were both able to get out of the map. And it was it was really fun doing that. Yeah. And we were just kind of sitting there like with these dumb smiles on our faces because we're like, we're playing this alpha of one of the best games ever. Like this alpha has been just like almost lost to time. It's like it hidden somewhere. And we're doing some shit that we would have drooled over as kids. Yeah. It's like getting all these TVs together, getting these cool-ass modded Xboxes together, and playing this early alpha build of a game, which plays so much differently, too. It plays like... It almost feels like a modified Halo 1, like a heavily modified Halo 1, kind of bordering onto a faster version of Halo 2. It almost sounds like when like the community has taken like Brawl and made like Project M out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they're, it's like they're built on the new engine, but like retrofied. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to take a look because I didn't hear about this until... Uh, I still got them set up. We could, we should, we need to play it at one point. We do. Maybe not tonight, but we need to play no. this at one point. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> remember how we talked about, you know, like an hour ago, how my bedtime is like between like 9 and 10? Yeah, and then remember how we rambled on this podcast for like 45 or 50 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 9.18 p.m. right now. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I'm gonna after this, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get some sleep. I was out last night anyway. I'm so glad I took some ginseng and drank some coffee earlier because I probably would be toast right now. <laughs> but, um, no. Um, Halo 2 Alpha, man, it's the truth. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm super happy it's out. And I'm happy too. like, I don't know, every once in a while you find like one of these early builds and like, it's like, oh, this is cool, but it's like not that di- much different. Maybe like stuff just not finished. No, man, this plays like a completely different game. I'm telling you. I think it's really cool. Yeah, no, if they are, like, if someone who play, who claims to play a lot of Halo 2 and they get on this and they're like, oh, it's not that much different. Yeah, they, they are, I really don't, I don't want to say any stronger words, but they are truly an idiot. Yeah. I mean, we're talking if they can like, straight up like just say with a serious face, it's like, yeah, this isn't that much different than Halo Two retail, like, like physics and you know, like weapon mechanics. Yeah, it was throwing us off. Like we couldn't even play that well because it just felt so different from the retail game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. No, I, I obviously I am not searching for the right things on YouTube because YouTube has not suggested that to me. Oh man, all it tries to oh, suggest man. me is Hodge Twins and. <laughs> I mean, you kind of buried yourself into that hole with that one. But I don't even, like, I don't dislike it. I just don't watch it nearly as much as I used to. But you went on a huge binge for, like, oh, a week. And it's so like, because of that week binge, it's now being recommended to you seven months later. It's almost always at the very top. <laughs> and it'll, you know, it's like one of those things where it keeps showing me videos I've already watched by them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny. You know you want to watch it again. And I'm just yeah. like. It's like, no, nah, I really don't. Yeah, but I will say this is entirely your fault. 
I, I had not heard about them until you were like, let's go. And of course, I had to watch. And I watched like six videos. And you thought they were funny. In a row. <laughs> I thought the show was funny. And I'm waiting for those guys to come back around our area because I, I, I will go back in a heartbeat with or without you, Danny. Yo, that yeah, because we so months and months ago, Dev and I ended up seeing the Hodge Twins live, and it was it was a fantastic show. I think it, it was both of our first actual like comedy shows. Yes. So I had to really think about that. I'm like, have I been to a comedy show before? I've seen a lot of stand up, but I haven't been to an actual stand up. Right. So. Yeah. So that was a really cool yeah. experience in itself. It was good times. There was like now, now one of one of my friends we were with. It was like him and his wife, and yeah. the only thing was because they were talking about some. Raunchy. Very, very explicit things from when they were children, and the like. We thought it was funny, but the wife was just like, "Yeah, I mean, I thought it was funny, but some of the parts they were going on for like twenty minutes, and just as someone who has kids that are that age, I felt really uncomfortable." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I can she was totally such get... a sport about well, it. Though. And like, I don't know, Hutch Twins videos are like five minutes long, so like, literally, you're dealing with an hour straight of yes. uncut raw Hutch Twins, and it's not any different. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's like worse. It's it was like amplified. It was funny because I asked, like, I told my girlfriend I was seeing them, and at the time she didn't she didn't go with us, but she was like, "Wait, are so are you just seeing them like react to a bunch of videos on stage?" And I'm like, "No, but I would totally go to see yeah. that. That sounds amazing." Right. <laughs> they had like a little thing. It, it's almost like an actually really funny version of Tosh Point Yeah. That'd be really good. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> but no, it was awesome because they would just like, they would literally like get to like bickering and like, they would like bicker. There was like a couple times I'm pretty sure where they just bickered to each other for like five plus minutes. Yep. And they were just going on and on. Like, I'm just like, are well, you serious? Remember even the first five minutes of the show was nothing but like, yeah. 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 yeah, they just did that for like five minutes. That was, that was just it for the first five minutes of the show. They're popular enough at this point where they can like just pull out those triggers, and people are gonna go crazy. Exactly. You know, but that's one thing I've noticed that the Hodge Twins have always done really well. They've actually stuck with like their intros. You know what I mean? They'll stick with the same exact kind of intro for like months but here's months. the thing people were so upset because i remember the first time i started watching them they were sitting down like they would go to each other's um houses and they would sit in front of the camera and i remember when they started standing that was a big deal people were like no you all sold out you started doing ads you started selling merch you all aren't <laughs> as funny you all need to sit back down because ever since you all started standing the show's gone to shit like, that was a real thing, man. That was a shift in the arc of the Hodge Twins from when they went from Jeez. sitting to standing. That's crazy. <laughs> I cannot say that I have, like, um, I, I have not been watching them for a long time. It's only been, you know, maybe eight months at the most. Something like that, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe probably even We less. saw them in the summer, so. Yeah. So, like, yeah. last summer um, was about that time, and I literally just started watching them, like, days before we went to go see. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, what was it, two weeks at most that you gave me a heads up? I think probably, so, something like that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, so, like, I haven't been watching them for a long time, but I have gone through and seen some of their old shows, and I don't I don't get a feeling, like, literally what whatever year of Hodge Twins sh- uh, shows I watch, it doesn't make a difference to me. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't... I, 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 since I've been following them for years, not even loyally, but I think the only thing is like, it's just because now they do so much other stuff outside of YouTube and they're doing, you know, their tours and everything. There's just times where I'm like, oh, hey, there's a Hodge Twins video and then nothing for like weeks because yeah. like back when I was watching them, they were making multiple videos every single day. Yeah. Um, One thing I have noticed recently, though, is that Keith, 
yeah. definitely seems like I don't know. It's like I don't know if like I need to go watch some Hodge Twins TV. Maybe he has a good time <laughs> over there, but I feel like he needs to loosen up. Mm. Like Kevin is still Kevin has almost gotten like goofier and more annoying, and Keith has gotten like more stern and like less jokey maybe they work with each other for so like so much so long all the time yeah. that maybe he's starting to get fed up well, with it and like you know like <laughs> kevin would like make some they say don't jokes. don't go into business with your family yeah but like kevin would you know make jokes and like run off you know like kevin does a good job of like cutting off keith like waiting for him to start talking and then like cuts him off and like mm-hmm. keeps dragging on this idea and like in the past like uh keith would usually break or like you know joke about it and now it's just like come on come on man get serious on this <laughs> like you can see he's obviously like so over it just like can we just make a freaking video <laughs> you know what i mean like can we just make a video and give some people some advice it's like all i want to do right now bro and you're <laughs> you're you're messing with my vibe but um other than that i think they're still like hilarious because yeah. I, ha- I would i would hate to see them get fed up with each other and kind of same here, but yeah. I mean, we'll see what the hell happens. I know right now, as we're recording this, they're on tour. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it's tiring, man. They're doing this day in and day out. And they're dads, too. Yeah. Hardly. I think they both have twins. That's terrifying. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not they're, even joking about they're that, multiplying. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they both had twins, like, at the same time, too. They live, like, next to each other. Yeah. I think they even... Did they marry twins? I don't know. I don't know if they married twins. That would okay. There's a point where it's almost starting to get difficult. Like, <laughs> is this worth the effort? We both gotta find twins. We both gotta like, all right, bro. Like, you gotta hold off for a few months. Like, we gotta do this at the same time. Yep, yep. Because there's so much science behind that shit too. But I just remember, like, for for a while they took a break, and there was a post they put up on social media. There's like, yeah, sorry we've been gone for a while. Uh, we both had twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Oh man! Every once in a while, you'll see like, especially in the older videos, you'll see like one of the like daughters or something like that in the background of the video, and I'm just like, <laughs> she, you see her like pop her head out of the corner, and it's just like, oh god, you are hearing some terrible things. It's like, go away, dad's working, right? And there's like one where like this girl ran across, and they both like look back, and they were just like, the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I bet they've had to tell their families like, hey, do not come in here for the next like four hours. We are working. Do not listen or repeat anything daddy said. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, God. Could you you imagine being a teacher being like Jenny Hodge? Hodge. Hodge. Your dad... It's one of the Hodge twins. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, we're getting to the... I mean, that's possible because YouTube celebrities are just becoming celebrities like everyone else. But also, yep. I know... It's just it's a crazy thing about, like, for example, have you, have you played the Kingdom Hearts games? Yeah, of course. I mean, kind, kind of like a slight tangent on this, but, like, now to the point where there are kids named Sora and Riku and Kyrie in schools. I would totally name my kid Riku. That'd be cool. I think Riku's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, but no, as of like since maybe 2010, 2011, like there's there's now kids coming into the school system that are named after the Kingdom Hearts characters. Right. It's, it's now that time. And it time is, man. Passed. It is. One, one of the best things I saw, and I, I think this would be a good place to end it as well too, like this episode, but um, I was thankful enough to see the gorillas in concert several months ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things I saw there was the audience. If you just looked around, there was people such as myself and my friend Sean who went there where we're just like 20-something-year-olds where 
we started listening to gorillas in like first and second grade um, through the radio and I never right. saw this I can never confirm it but apparently they played their episode their their music videos on Toonami. yeah I don't think I ever saw that either I have several friends that claimed that I can't verify I have a computer out here but goddamn I'm not gonna look it up just for the sake of an urban legend to keep something alive um, it's almost part like yeah don't don't kill it just leave don't it. kill it don't kill just it let it go nah so like there's people like us you know I've been listening to gorillas I first listened to them in like first grade so it was really cool because it's like you know I, I listened to them like and they would release stuff when I was in elementary school middle school high school college after college I'm now seeing them for the first time and then you're seeing a ton of other people like us but they might have also had kids as well too and then there was entire families coming in because you were and pretty much the families made up were made up of like the parents, for example, were they, – they listened to Clint Eastwood in college. That was the – like they first heard Clint Eastwood when it hit their local campus radio in college. And then, you know, a few years after, they end up getting married. And then a few years later, they had kids. And now their kids are old enough, so maybe their first album was Plastic Beach. Or album. they started listening to dad's music, and they are just like, hey, dad is listening to this Gorillaz band. They just released an album called Humans. Let's see how it is. I wish Humans was better, though. I, I I agree with that too. It's every not terrible. Album is, every album is so different. It and is true. Yeah. The cool thing was though with this, like it was a packed show. Um, they they played songs off everything. They had a Good, ton yeah. of features on there. Like it was an amazing yeah. show because it was the first time they'd come out to the area here. But the reason why I'm uh, like I'm saying this is because when I was looking around, like I was seeing people who were older than me, people who were younger, people who were having kids, like people who had kids, all this other shit. And it was just so humbling to see, like, this is this is truly a family outing, because th- there's there's kids who their first album here is Plastic Beach, and there's people who yeah, like my my first album was their self titled one, but I was like seven eight years old at the time. There's also a lot of people where they've started listening to girls when they were twenty four, yep. and they've been around so long. They released their album in two thousand or two thousand one, mm-hmm. where it's just it's unreal how it is and it was it, it was humbling to see that experience that's awesome man i'm glad you got to got to go through that i really wish i could have gone it would have been awesome yeah next time they come through yes we'll have to see them for yeah. sure that's yeah. gonna, that's definitely like a and and it has to be and i'll tell you this i'll prelude with this it has to be a, a yes like definite because pre-sale sold out like that yep. immediately so i was gonna hold off but i didn't buy on the pre-sale so i waited for the tickets to come back up and i asked several friends and i was like hey do you want to see gorillas on this date? And my buddy Sean said yes. And several of my friends are like, well, maybe. I don't know. I was like, okay, so you're telling me no. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me no. Like, like look, these it. are going to sell out within minutes. If you don't tell me yes, I'm taking it as a no. <laughs> yeah, I need this now. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, for sure. And I'm totally down for that. Uh, I remember I wanted to go to this one, but I just knew that there was too much going on. And I remember like weighing it and I was like, cause I was thinking, I was like, I know this is going to be a hassle to get tickets if I'm not confident in up on it. So I'm just going to have to let it go, you know, and it, it, it was fine. You know, I don't necessarily regret my decision, but next time, next time for sure. Yeah. They put on an excellent show though. I'll say oh, that. I bet. Oh, it was great. I absolutely bet. Yeah. I don't even want to watch like concert videos. I just want to like wait for it to happen. I feel you. <laughs> Anyways, I think this has been an awesome episode of Mario's Minute and hopefully a good test of the new hardware here. Has it been, though? <laughs> no. Oh, man. It, we were too, that's it. We got to delete this whole thing. Yeah, no. It's, it's been a good time. Thanks oh, for inviting well. me over. Um, obviously, we 
knocked out a few things with this trip. Got to see a new place. Got to eat some some really good burgers. Yeah, yeah. We went to a burger place where I was just like, I was feeling a burger, and I don't want a fast food burger. So we ended up going to this place, and it was all on point. Like it was super busy. But I was like, hey, let's let's try to go here because it was between two places. Yep, and they were actually next door. Yeah, yeah, they were next door to each other. So I picked one, and they're like, hey, you might want to wait five minutes. Actually, do you want to sit outside? And I'm like, hell yeah, it's beautiful out there. Of course, I want to sit outside. And it was good. and it was half price burger night. Yeah, we didn't know that either. So they're just like, and so we're like looking at the burgers, and the ladies just like, and all of them are half price, and it's yep. just like, oh my gosh. Bruh. Yeah. yeah. No, and in the end, we end up like I I think we mentioned this, and we looked at it, and it's just like, yeah, you know, we ended up spending less money than we would have at a fast food burger joint, and we yep. got much better food. Yeah, totally, much better food, much better food. Some of the best waffle fries I've ever had. Oh dude. man, those were good. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> all right, all right. Before we before I get hungry again, because I gotta go home and go to sleep. I don't know about hungry. I'm just real thirsty right now. I finished my water, so you yeah. thirsty. Thirsty, man. Yeah, anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for watching, everyone. To our guest, Devin Paranoid Coder, thank you very much for coming on. Where can people find you? Oh, man, thank you so much for inviting me on. This was a blast. I know we've been, I've known about your little project for a little while, so yeah. uh, you know, I'm super happy to be on one of the early early episodes. You're on the first physical guest version, too. Yeah, man, yeah, I like it. I'll take that. I want to bring other people on. Like, I want to bring like Sean on, a few other like friends who don't really have internet careers or anything or like yeah. internet presence but they're just like re- people i can have a really good conversation with yeah no so. i think it's awesome i think this new podcast is going to be a lot of fun for you and hope so. i think it's going to pump out some good stuff but anyways yeah so i'm devin um online you can find me at paranoid coder uh, twitter steam it youtube now i even have a dtube though i've been having issues with it so we'll see mm-hmm. how much i continue to uh stick with it i actually need to upload my last youtube video to there still because i was having like it, it was just glitching out interesting so it might be like a hit or miss thing yeah but i know that they've grown a lot in just the most, last few months and so like hopefully the iron stuff out you know because i really like it I, I like the platform but yeah so um i'm mostly active twitter steam it facebook or no, not facebook not facebook actually. fuck facebook man yeah, not active on facebook actually twitter steam it youtube dtube Come find me. Paranoid Coder, one word. You got it. Right on. I'll put some of your social media links down below in the description, too, on the YouTube front. All the links. Yeah. But, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. It was a good time. Hey, no problem. Yeah, it was a fantastic time. And, anyways, for this podcast, of course, you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, most of your favorite podcast app places. If you want to comment about it, you know, it's available on my YouTube channel, Mr. Mario 2011. Uh, and also check out, uh, you know, if you're liking our banter here, but you want some more serious and structure, check out Mod Chat, where Devin's also my co-host on there. So we yeah. do that every month. It's available on the same platforms. It's also live streamed on YouTube. So if you can make it out to live stream, it's a whole different experience, I would say. Yep, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. And we, you know, try and be fairly active with the, the chat as things are going on. So it's, it's a ton of fun if you can come by um, while we're actually live. So for sure, highly advise it. Um, and I think, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure I'll be on the next mod chat that airs after this. So, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see why not unless something actually, no, you'll be on. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Unless something comes up, you you can catch me on the next one. Yes. And the last one, which would have been released now. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. The next, the next, next. (laughs) Yeah. So for sure. Anyways, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for listening and watching, everyone. Appreciate it. Have a good one.